everybody, the SWP is brought to you by All Insurance Ontario and Jim K. Ford, where you can custom order your next Ford vehicle to ensure you get the exact vehicle you want at the right time. Easy steps. Jump online at jimkford.com, select your vehicle, choose your model, trim, and options. Then the Jim K. Ford team will contact you to confirm your selections and pricing and answer all your questions before your order is placed. Easy as that. Your vehicle created your way. Jim K. Ford, 1438 Uville Drive in Orleans or jimkford.com. I dealt with an SWP listener just the other day. They had the wife's car with one company, the house was with another, and the husband's car was with a third. The fourth policy was fine for the cottage in Quebec. Anyways, now they know, and we've got an amalgamated plan going forward. We even saved a whack of money doing it. Text me, Jared Gerard, All Insurance Ontario, 613-801-2659. Your modern boutique broker. The SWP with Steve Warren and Jim Jerome. Ottawa Sports Talk every weekday. Well, here we are, the Steve Warren Project. Steve and Jimmy loaded up for another session of sports and whatever. This Battle of Alberta starting to lean heavily toward the Oilers, and the Flames are kind of being dicks about it. I don't think they like the idea that they're going to go down quickly here. Rangers draw even with the Hurricanes. Marty St. Louis about to lose the interim label, and will the oh. CFL start on time? A little pickleball talk as well. James, how are you today? Well, Stevie, uh, you know, I had the game on. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Oilers game, uh, you know, up three zip, kind of like a couple other games that they had, you know, and uh, that's, you know, uh, Smith got run in that. I, I think it was the first game, right? Because Oilers have won three in a row now. Uh, so it's, it's uh, you know, it's, it's tough to get a handle on this series before last night's game. Okay. Before last night's game. So the, the Oilers come out of the box and yelling and screaming and they get, they go up the three zip. Uh, and then the two quickies. Okay, just as I take you through the game. Um, the 140-yard shot that everyone's talking about today, yeah, or 200 feet, whatever it was, Anderson uh, rips one fluttering puck, it, and it goes in. Doesn't touch anyone. Uh, Mike Smith just blew it. Just blew it. Okay, there was Kelly Rudy, who's a goalie who defends goalies all the time, said he just blew it. You know, it just... Yeah. Uh, you know, Daryl Sutter, whether I believe him or not, in his post-game press conference said, when he fired that puck and I saw it flipping all over the place, he said, that thing could go in, right? <laughs> I don't know whether I believed him. What? So that shit happens, Stevie. That shit happens. But does it happen when you're up 3-2 and, as everyone says, game four, the most important of every series, which I believe, game four, does it happen when you're up 3-2 and it's a time goal in the third period when, yeah, you know, it's just like, I, I, I wish I had myself on video watching the game and when that went in. Yeah. Let me, here, I'll walk you through it. Here's, here's the audio of it. <laughs> okay. That, that was the audio of that. Okay. Yeah. And pick yeah, up the jaw going, off I, the floor. Just off the floor going, oh my God. You know, I was play, it's, this means three one or two all. Uh, anyway, Oilers are what a what a freaking comeback! You know, you just yep. had this feeling, momentum swings, and I was, I said they're going to win the game. It's fucked. Yep. This thing's going seven. You know, they're going to win it. So, as my French friend says, Stevie, huge game. You think it'll go seven? You're expecting the Oilers to win the next two? Then 
No, if if Calgary won that game, I'm saying it's oh, going to go oh. seven. Like like I just had this awful feeling, you know, like the the comeback is on, and it's you know you can see the way this thing's going. See you later, turn right. you know over to whatever, and uh, so it was just like the roller coaster ride of being a fan. <laughs> and when they scored it, holy Jesus, when they scored that fourth goal, and uh, what a series! Yeah, what yep. a series! You know, they're not out of the weeds, man. They're not out of the weeds. You know, even Daryl Sutter said. We played okay. You know, we played well. We had a good first period. We didn't, you know, it, it's don't count us out, you know, don't count us out. We, we, I wouldn't change much, you know, is what he said. Um, and the other, the other fluky goal was the very first goal by Nugent Hopkins. The goalie went out to play the puck and he fanned on it, clearing it. It went right to Nugent Hopkins. He ripped it in, you know, in about 10 seconds or whatever. So what goes around comes around, you know, but, but holy man, is it good? Is it good? That series. Yeah. Yeah, three nothing lead, and they let it fall away, and then the Oilers win it anyway. That's the kind, and to take a three one lead in circumstances like that in the game, that felt like a backbreaker to me. And oh my God! How about the yeah. how, how about the stats? So I look back to two thousand seven. That was the only year the Senators made it to a Stanley Cup final. It's almost fifteen years ago to the day, actually. And Daniel Offordson, Danny Heatley, and Jason Spezza that year finished tied three way tie for the. 07 playoff scoring crown, 22 no points apiece in 20 games. The Oilers' big three, McDavid, 25 points, Dreisaitl, 22 points, and Kane, 15 points. And they've only played 11 <laughs> games. Right. Like the times, they are a changing right now. But I, but I thought yeah. the Flames were, you know, I thought they were in bad form. Everybody knows Leon Dreisaitl has got something going on with his ankle. Right. And has all playoffs, even right. though he's lighting it up right now, obviously. But there was one power play in particular, the Oilers of the extra man, and the Flames had this concerted effort going to absolutely chop and can opener in and around Dreisaitl's ankles. Like, it was gross. I mean, it, he's trying to move around. Right. Flame, flames have got a box set up. And everywhere Dreisaitl goes, someone goes out to him and absolutely hammers him with a slash on the ankle. Yeah. Next guy comes along, can opener, kind of twisting him around. And and he didn't retaliate. All penalties, right? You're talking about? Well, yeah. But yeah. Uh, just the double whammy of it's it's common knowledge. Everybody in the league knows Dreisaitl is dealing with something. And it's one thing if you're, you know, a guy has a shoulder injury and you decide, okay, we're going to take him in really clean and hard with a hard shoulder check into the boards. That's life. But to be doing something illegal and such a concerted effort to do so, like that's serious teamwork when you had three of the four flames on the ice killing a penalty that were trying to mangle Dreisaitl, trying to intentionally injure one of the best players in hockey. I think that's over the line, and the NHL yeah. is going to keep an eye on that moving forward. It's a it's a big loophole, man, in, in, in sports, you know. Uh, we were talking about the other day when Lucic, uh, he didn't. He didn't run the goalie, but he could have avoided it, right? It was he. He body checked the goalie, and and he got kicked out of the game. Um, you know, and we looked at that, saying, "Yeah, well, you you got to do it. You got to do it, right? You got to you got to protect the you got to protect the goalie, and you know you got to protect the other guys too, for sure. Um, but it's it's kind of like, you know, it's like like all all uh, all common sense goes out the window." all we're all in this together you know the fraternity of being a pro athlete you know no one wants to fucking hurt anyone on purpose right it's part of the game there's enough injuries that go on in that game steve without without it being intentional you right. know uh 
And and so when you see it, it's like, what, what are you going to do about this? This is, it, it, to your point, there's there's nothing more obvious than what they were trying to do to Leon Dreisaitl, right? Yeah. So it's, what, do you, what do you do, right? Well, you got to call it, right? You got to call it. And, and the referees are, are privy to the injury list just like anyone else. If someone is targeting an injury, that's one thing, but targeting an injury by doing something illegal, that almost, I don't know, that, that, that almost deserves more than two minutes. And I, well, really, like, blame, I really blame Daryl Sutter for it. I don't think three guys get it in their heads to collectively on one shift go after Dreisaitl's ankles. I think that on the whiteboard at some point in this series or before it, Daryl Sutter got up there, circled Dreisaitl's number. You guys know. You guys got, you know, that the guy's dealing with something. Right. I don't want him out there in the power play because that's a great thing about a penalty kill. If you're out there and you're doing stuff like that, the referees generally cut you all kinds of slack if you're kind of tying up a guy um, right. on a penalty kill situation. So I think that's all Daryl Sutter. I think that's coaching and shame on him. Yeah, I do too. We talked about some of that yesterday. I agree with you, some of that coaching. You know, baseball has it right, Steve. Okay. They have it right. It may not be intentional, but. But every once in a while, Stevie, okay, or not every once in a while, it's commonplace, you're going to see a pitcher hit the batter. Right. Okay? You're going to see the pitcher hit the batter. The, the umpires uh, don't, don't stand for that shit, okay? And it's not uncommon for as soon as it happens for the umpire walks out in front of home base, points to the pitcher and goes, you're gone. You're gone. Right. Now, maybe it was unintentional, but they err on the side of caution here, Okay. They go, we're not putting up with that shit. We're not putting up with that shit. So sorry, you got to maybe be the fall guy here, uh, but we'll take that chance. We'll take right. that chance, right? So it doesn't, you know, guys know that, right? Guys know that. You know, like, you know, if 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 Vladdy Guerrero gets up there and he's got a, got a bad bicep, you know, he's got, you know, so it's like, according to what you're saying, and I agree, Daryl Sutter is saying, drill him in that bicep. You know, it's... It's it's a it's a bad thing about sports. There's no doubt about it, right? Yeah, I think the uh, the the hitting a a pitcher hitting a batter, you could take that metaphor further if you you knew the guy was coming off like a broken elbow or something like that, and you're throwing balls at his elbow. Right, right, right. So this right. is this is a whole other matter where you're behaving that way, where you don't care about you know what you're doing here. You're being reckless and you're being stupid, but you're doing it with the knowledge that this guy already has something he's dealing with and you're intentionally 100% trying to re-injure another right. player. So the league can't stand for that. Right. You got to, yeah, you got to call the penalty. Yeah. You yep. got to call the penalty. So. All right. The other game was the uh, Rangers beating Carolina. That series all even at two. Andrew Kopp playing his good cop routine. He had a goal and oh, two assists one. for the Rangers. Easy Ron McLean. Okay. Seven down. <laughs> Can, can I not have one pun or two without being yeah, Ron okay. McLean? Anyway, uh, yeah, that one's good. I mean, it seems like every game is going to end now with uh, Max Domi getting into it with somebody. He right. wanted no part of Ryan Reeves. Reeves took note of what uh, Max Domi was doing at the end of the last game. Basically went up to the one of the Rangers players and gave him a good old cross check. And Gerard Gallant, he, um, as a player with the Detroit Red Wings, he never minded the rough stuff. He had a big problem with Max Domi at the end of last game. This time around, Reeves was out there against Max Domi. Right. And uh, I thought it was going to be that, you know, incredible Hulk ragdolling situation, smashing him on the ice. <laughs> anyway, right now the Rangers, 
Um, they've uh, tied the series, and Carolina is really interesting in that they're the, I think they're the third team in the history of the entire league to start out an NHL playoff run 0 for 5 on the road. 0 for 5 on the road usually gets you seriously eliminated somewhere along the way, but not yet. Yeah, less than less than the second round being over. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. yeah. Carolina is 6-0 and right now at home. Yeah. Uh, I was thinking last night, Stevie, um, when the Oilers had their run in 06, uh, it was Carolina and Edmonton in the final. That's right. Right? And uh, Carolina here, right, because we, we pay more attention to the Calgary-Edmonton series, you know, uh, just because you don't get all the games, right, all the time. And uh, yeah. Colorado looks like they're going to win. They're supposed to win. Uh, Carolina, though, the, the, the kind of, the, the kind of, oh yeah, these guys, that's what I was saying, <laughs> watching the highlights last night. I'm like, oh yeah, these little fuckers. Yeah. I forgot about these guys tucked away in the corner and s- slowly working their way through a round, uh, you know, a two, a two all right now. Yeah. Um, I wonder what would be the, is that an upset? Carolina, New York? No. Whoever no. wins Calgary, Edmonton? No. You know, if Calgary even came back, you know, is that is that phenomenal? No, they're good. You know, they're good. Johnny Goudreau hasn't done much, right? And that, but that guy's really good, so you you can expect something from him. Colorado, St. Louis, yeah, that would be an upset, right? Had the right Blues if, made any? Uh, well, they still have a shot, but they're not yeah, looking good. And 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 Tampa's doing what what you know, tons of people thought they would do, right? Right. They thought it'd be a great series, Florida Tampa, but. So you got Tampa, Colorado is looking like the final. Except, Stevie, except, oh yeah, those Carolina guys. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, and, oh yeah, those Oilers? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Good. It's good, though. It's good. Yep. You thought they'd lose in the first round, but they didn't do that, did they? I thought They're supposed to lose that. in the first but you didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the uh, that's going to be an interesting series. Um, meanwhile, outside of the playoffs, and by the way, <clears throat> one thought about how in this series and this entire round, there's not really any massive upsets that could happen even, right? even, even right. the blues, it would have only been a slight upset in my opinion. The reality is I think there's no parody in the NHL from a league perspective. You clearly now have the haves and the have nots massive chasm Canyon. Between right. the top 16 teams and the bottom 16 teams. If you look at those as two groups, it's almost like you want to relegate the bottom 16. They're that far behind the top 16. But right. among the top 16, there's parity there for sure. Like there would be nobody that I would bet everything I own on to not win the Stanley Cup yeah. when we started this whole thing. So it's. Well, Rod uh, Brindamore, right? Well, if you look at it, Stevie, Tampa Bay is through, right? Uh, uh, this just in. They've won a cup. Yeah, when? How long ago was it? Oh yeah, okay. Last, last, last two. Tampa's a cup winner. Edmonton's cup. Calgary's cup. Colorado's cup. St. Louis cup. You know, you have, so the what the the sheaf is off the wheat. What's the you know the chaff is on the wheat. Gallardo, I, sure. What is it? The, yeah. Yes. Uh, no. Oh, are you having a stroke? What's going on there? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. No, I, I know what you're saying. I'm not sure you get much credit in 2022 right, for Stanley right. Stanley Cups won two decades ago. However, right. I see your point. Yeah. Uh, Outside of the playoffs, Uh Marty St. Louis in the news. Darren Dreg is reporting an extension to make St. Louis the permanent head coach of the Canadians, and it's expected in the near future. 
I don't know if St. Louis ripped it up per se. They certainly got better immediately after they fired Dominic Ducharme. Mm-hmm. Like it was a pretty low bar though. Under Ducharme, the Habs went eight, 30, and seven. That is Ooh. expansion team bad. All right. Yeah, I can't bad. use that expression yeah. anymore. Those expansion teams are good now. Anyway, mm-hmm. Dominic Ducharme was struggling and the Habs were under him. And then under St. Louis, you think, okay, well, they're dropping the interim label. They must have just tore it up. Under St. Louis, the Habs were 14, 19, and 4. Right. So that's not exactly a slam dunk. I think it's, like I've often said, one of the strengths of the new coach is that he's not the old guy. I will be keen to see, given a full season, you know, you lose, you know, initially he had that spark of not being the old guy. Well, now he is the old guy coming into next fall. And I'll be keen to see if the Habs make any steps forward at all. Yeah, it's I, I agree. It's not exactly the you know if there's any coaching story right now and and you know I'm, don't get me wrong another other deal is this Jay Woodcroft right for mm-hmm. the Oilers yeah when he got when he got hired anyone outside of the city and even people in the city went who is that right who's that guy you know I I I know him I played a game of golf with him I don't know two three years ago uh, he was an assistant to the assistant back then I you know he was up in the in the rafters he wasn't on the bench um so that that becomes the story right this guy if they i I guess if they win or lose this round he will he's going to be a good story right i mean it's record right he he did and and he replaced not just a shit coach right it was dave tippett right that he replaced uh so yeah i think it's only a special few that can actually go out there as coaches in the nhl and be old enough to be the grandfather of the players and still succeed. Some right. can do it, but I think the gap is just too wide. You know, I think that uh, if you're old enough to be the player's dad, all right, you're not that far out of the loop or what right. the kid's all about. But I think the guys who are north of 60, they are going to, moving forward, have a hard time dealing with the young players of today. I think some well, will be able to do it, but most will not, in my yeah, opinion. The guy's never been a head coach. Yeah. Right. Jay Woodcock. You know, Daryl Sutter is going to be a great story, too. But but this guy's got tons of experience, right? Tons of yep. experience and, and championships, you know. So. All right. Let's take a time out of the program. When we return, we're going to talk a little bit about whether or not we're going to have a CFL preseason. The Red Blacks are supposed to get it going on Friday night. Yeah, we'll talk about that coming up after these words. Jim K. Ford is your home of the all new Ford Maverick designed to seize the day. This beautiful truck is built Ford tough. It gives you the best of both worlds. Compact on the outside, but still big enough on the inside to seat five and store all of your stuff. Not to mention the cool 8-inch touchscreen on your dash to help you get your work done. Learn more and pre-order the all-new Ford Maverick today. It's at JimKFord.com, 1438 Uville Drive in Orleans. Insurance is very expensive, and it's my job to save you money. If you can't save money, why would you buy from me? You have plenty of options, so make me one and you'll see why. Text quote to 613-860-6008 to get started. We can spend 10 minutes to connect and I'll email you a personalized quote. All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker. If you need help navigating this wild Ottawa housing market right now, you should get a little help from Glenn Walton at the Glenn Walton Real Estate Team. For sellers, Glenn's services include right there in the package, staging, painting, cleaning, and of course, negotiating all the offers coming in. For the buyers, Glenn is the expertise to help you land your dream home when competing with so many other offers. So if you're looking to buy, sell, or invest in real estate, contact Glenn today, glennwalton.com. So I'm kind of looking forward to the 
Ottawa Red Blacks' first game. They had so many free agents that they brought in, including Jeremiah Masoli, a proven quarterback in the league, a bunch <laughs> of other guys as well. Really, and they brought back William Powell, who was uh, like he was uh, part of that Grey Cup winner for Ottawa in 2016. Now I think. Anyway, they've done a lot of good things, and I was keen to see what the Red Blacks looked like. Unfortunately, this whole CBA thing continues to be a pain in the ace to CFL fans. Randy mm-hmm. Ambrosi on Tuesday delivered a strong message, basically saying this would be the last, last offer in the negotiation for a new collective bargaining agreement. He says it's only going to get worse from here because now you're going to start taking preseason money off our table. And if it comes to regular season games as well, what they've offered right now is as good as it gets because no money has been lost. And we really want to in- inspire you to sign this deal. But if you start costing us money, the CBA is only going to get worse and worse. And it's all about Canadian ratios, I think. You get in a situation where the CFL wants to give credit to American players who are here for a while, kind of turn them into pseudo-Canadians as far as that ratio goes, and the PA does not like it. What say you, James? I, I hate the ultimatum negotiation. You know, I, I, I really do. I, you know, strikes always drove me bananas. Holdouts from players in the NHL or, or the other big the other big three. Uh, I, I just, I don't like it. I, I despise it when I hear it. I'm like, just play. Can't you just negotiate as you go along? Okay, this, this stuff where, okay, I'm going to hold out. Well, they're 48 hours from their first game, though. I know. So what, my point is this. Okay, here's the players. Here's the league. Okay, mm-hmm. they're fighting. They're fighting. They're trying to negotiate. So who's helping who here? Nobody. Nobody. Who gets harmed by this? Everybody. Everybody. You know, it's 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 you know it's not like you're you're saying to uh, uh, you know Jeff Bezos, I'm not coming to work today, okay? And I've got a skill that you need, and I want more money. Mm-hmm. See you later. <laughs> okay, right? You're not harming them, man. You're not harming them, right? The, the, you know, this is a tenuous deal, this, this CFL. You know, God bless them, you know, trying to, trying to do what they got to do, trying to sell tickets. You know, having games in the summer is, is, is so tough, you know, because people, summers are so short, they go to the cottage. That, you know, it's very difficult marketing the CFL in Canada, of course, the obvious. Um, so I, I, I just don't get it, you know. Like, everyone, they're going to look at each other going, okay, uh this doesn't look very good. Mm-hmm. You guys not playing football doesn't look very good for all of us. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. like, yeah. like I, you know, is, is there never something that, you know, that, okay, let's play the games, boys. You know, let's, let's meet after the games. Let's, let's meet, I don't know, Wednesday when there's no football, I'll fly in where we got to do it. We can do it by zoom. We can do a bunch of shit. You know, I just, I, I can't stand it. Lots of people, Stevie, are going to listen to that go, that's life, Jimmy. That's life. They better do something. I go, they better do something or what? Or what? What happens? There's no football. That's what I think about it. Yeah. What do you think? Well, I certainly think that this Canadian thing is a nicety. It's kind of cool. It's a Canadian league. It's Canadian rules. And I think the thought is, you know, you want your future fans to be growing up in Canadian minor football and dreaming of one day playing in the CFL. So you want to create as many opportunities as possible for Canadian kids to play in the CFL. But I think we're at a stage now where, I mean, I I don't think that's worth holding up a league for. 
because that seems to be the biggest sticking point, effectively reducing the number of Canadians by letting American players fill those kind of national ratio scenarios. And I'm in the mode of, as a fan, I just want to see a good football game. Thursday night, have a couple of beers and uh, watch the team in the local colors try and win a football game and having some fun doing it. That whole thing about kids and all that, it's just, it's not like you're shutting the door on the best kids. In fact, I did a couple of interviews in the last week with a couple of really elite Ottawa football players. Uh, one was Luigi Villane. He was a guy that played down at Wake Forest after being at the University of Michigan, and Jesse Lucchetta, who was drafted in the NFL by the Arizona Cardinals. And these two guys are from Ottawa. And one went to St. Pat's, one went to Lester B. Pearson. Mm -hmm. And they grew up NFL fans dreaming of playing in the NFL and now are getting their chances with the Cardinals and the Vikings. So my point is that even if you make this change, the best will still get there. Like there's over 30 guys in the NFL right now who are Canadian. Mm -hmm. So the CFL is very much in everybody's reach, even if you wiped out the ratios completely. So... How about this, Steve? So they're fighting to say we got to have a minimum amount of Canadians playing the CFL, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. How about this? Okay, so I'm Ambrosi this morning. I'm going to go, look it, I'll tell you what, you guys. I'm going to make you extraordinarily happy, okay? Check this, okay? This, this will for sure work for all you guys, and then we're done, okay? We're going to have no Americans play at all. We're going to, you know, you guys want this Canadian ratio? It's going to be 100% Canadian. There. Can we go play? Right. Right? And they're all going to go like, whoa, whoa, hey, whoa, whoa, wait a minute here. Wait a minute. No, 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 no. Well, exactly, boys. Exactly. You know? we're It would wipe out the league. It would wipe yeah, out the, the league. You they're, know? Just so, not, they're just not enough Canadians right now well, but, able but, to play at that level to do something like that. Yeah, but they're it. complaining about not enough Canadians. You know, they got to get over that, Steve. Forget the ratio. Forget. I'm an Ottawa fan, Stevie. Okay? Uh, and... If I said, if, you know, and they said, okay, there's this, uh, there's this quota we have to have. We've got five Canadian guys who are nowhere near as good as these five American guys, same positions. Okay. They just aren't. Right. They're, they're, here's their college careers. Da, 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 they played in the, whatever. Okay. I'm sorry, but uh, we're going to have to go with the Canadian guys. If I'm a fan, Steve, I'm going, no, 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 no. I don't care. I don't care. They got the Ottawa. They got the red black jersey. I want to win a Grey Cup, you know. Yeah. I, want to, I, I, I don't, Stevie. I really don't. You know, I really don't. This is the big leagues, man. It's pros. It's professional. Okay. Get over it. Get you know. Let's get the best players we can. Let's get the you know. The, the, the NHL doesn't bar European players, Steve. You know. No, that is true. The national, you know, they don't bar European players, right? At, because we should have American and can Canadian quotas in the league. They don't. Right. They don't. No one, no one, Stevie. I haven't heard anyone ever in my lifetime said they got to have more Canadians. I think you're in a situation where business is first. This is a league that has gone through a cancellation because of COVID. They had a shortened season last year. There are some teams that are doing great in the league, and there are some teams that are not. So they, they at this stage in their history... They just need to do what's right for them from a money perspective. And uh, if this contributes to that, then I think I'm on board with it. And if it makes the game more entertaining, um, then I have to be with that as well. So it's, it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. 
But uh, again, as we record this here on Wednesday, May 25th, they've only got 48 hours to figure things right. out. And I'll be keen to see if they can. And it would be, I, I won't go so far as to say it would be lethal to the league's history. But uh, I mean, I, I think you got to go quickly to a player replacement situation if you're the CFL because you can't afford another league to be right. shut down. I would take. No kidding. Man. I would basically no just if I'm the if I'm the owners and these guys walk away 48 hours before the preseason starts, I'd kind of go, whoa, all right, here's how it's going to be. The new regular season schedule starts in four weeks. Everybody get busy. All-American rosters. Let's go. Yeah, right, right, right. Anyway. Yeah. They don't like have hiring scab they're... workers, you know, right? It's Anyway, it's, you yeah. know, and, and, and you know, the, this other thing that you say is, is very legit. Really, boys? This is the year you want to do this? Yeah. After this pandemic? You know, can we not just have a year of grace, play the games, and then yeah. let, let's 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 postpone the CBA till next year. You know? But anyway. All right. Let us get out of here. Hopefully it all just gets settled and we can stick with the status quo and we'll have a kickoff here in Ottawa to kick off the CFL season on Friday night. Red Blacks Argos. I want to remind everybody that our website right. is stevewproject.com. There you can become a Patreon member. Get yourself a nice SWP t-shirt to support the show. We'd love that. Again, stevewproject.com. Enjoy your evening. We'll talk to you next time. Good night, everybody. We'll see you.